Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, Ace Back Joy. Sounds Sounds fake, fake, but but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod. Mafia. The Martian is a really long movie. It's also a really long book. Well, no, Um, it's a very dense book. It's not. I have read the book. I know. It took me so long, remember? Because it was so dense. Yeah, I do. Anyway, that's just what came to my mind. Mm -hmm. What did you say again? I already forgot. I said Mafia because I recently saw a trailer for House of Gucci and I'm very excited to watch it. Mafia. Good. Exciting. Um, That's a song. That is a K-pop song that I don't know well enough to know if I got the tune right just then. Well, I'm sure the stands will find you. (laughs) Espa? Espa? Asbestos. I know how to spell it. I don't know how to say it. A lot of them are, you know, they're like that. Anyway, one time we have some episode where we talk about asbestos Mm -hmm. and it is, of course, in the transcript of that episode. And one time some random like bot emailed us. Is that why we got an asbestos bot? Yes, because it's a technique that marketers use to be like, hey, I want to be on your blog. I've seen you written a blog about blah, blah, blah. So they wanted us to like put some article about asbestos safety on our quote unquote blog because there is an episode. It's a guest episode. I don't remember who it is, though. That makes a lot more sense now because I was just confused about the person that was just like, put asbestos facts on your website. Sometimes we do get very weird emails like that. Yeah, we do. It's an interesting time. Anyway. Anyway, Kayla, uh, housekeeping? There's a new hat on the store. There is? (laughs) Yes. I (laughs) I made a beanie. For winter time. Oh, goodness. For winter time. See, Kayla's just doing shit, and I'm just vibing. I mean, it's on Twitter, so. <laughs> I haven't seen it. could have seen it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just the Aerolace little flag things, like it's on our other hat, but it's on a beanie. And I would like to make a shirt that says, she lives <laughs> in the country and so do I. But Sarah thinks it's illegal. I don't think it's illegal. I think it's questionable. And my boss today informed me that I was, in fact, a lawyer. Well, he's wrong. I passed the bar. I'm his lawyer. I, well, listen, I have several friends that are in law school, so. I went to I'll high school be... with someone who just passed the bar and, like, was just made a real lawyer. Okay, and? I thought she was annoying in high school. Okay. Um, <laughs> also... I don't want to say the names of these people because they didn't give us permission and for safety. I don't mm. want to, but there's been two Buckle people recently. Yeah. There's been two people recently that have like donated to our PayPal. Oh my God. That was the most Midwestern. <laughs> my, our PayPal. Our PayPal. Um, that was, that was almost like Sarah Palin, Alaska. That was, I don't know how that happened. Um, <laughs> that was embarrassing. Uh, I'll just say the the initial of their first name to M and um, G 
Thank you. You didn't write any messages or anything, but we greatly appreciate your money dollars. M, like the title of the very long silent film that's in German from like the 1930s. Will, it's in black I will and white. Leave this call. I, I um I watched it for screening and I I absolutely fell asleep watching that movie. Uh, I'm so call. sorry to the makers of M, but you're all dead now because that movie came out in like the 30s. Anyway, thank you for your money. Also, G, both of you. Just I couldn't think of a movie called G. You know, Kayla, what are we talking about this week? I'm so glad you're done. Um, <laughs> this week we got several requests in the Discord. To talk about A-Spec and Arrow Ace Joy. We did. Which I believe was the topic of the famed missing episode of the podcast. So. I don't know that that's true. I think it was. I think it was. I mean, like I guess we could go face. back and check and see what you say in your half of the <laughs> yeah, the My half that was not lost was posted on Patreon. But I'm pretty sure it was like a Thanksgiving, like... Mm. Or maybe it wasn't even Thanksgiving. Oh my god, it's Thanksgiving. How timely. Is this our Thanksgiving episode? Uh, No, it's the week before. But we're, you know, Canadian Thanksgiving was a couple weeks ago. So we're in the middle, so it's fine. Um, Speaking of the lost episode, today, uh, Kim Namjoon of BTS was like, guys, I accidentally deleted a whole fucking song. (laughs) (laughs) And he he was so upset. And um, I was like, bro, I have been there. (laughs) That almost happened to Gridge a couple weeks ago. Perry almost lost all of their audio from a very important episode. And I was having war flashbacks, but then they found it. But it was very frightening. Anyway, what 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 was happening? We're talking about A-Spec Joy. Right. And that, and you know what doesn't spark joy? Hmm losing episodes of your podcast yeah so we don't have to talk about it anymore putting that away i know you wake up in cold sweats in the night thinking about it and like this is not a relaxed cast but it is a thankful cast yes so we will put that aside for the time Okay. okay i already forgot what we were putting aside kayla my my brain uh not with it it is it is a thursday night after work it's been a long week. I don't think my brain's intact. I don't think so either. I need you to continue the podcast because I don't know what to do next. I was taking a sip. I'll take a sip. Okay. <laughs> um, so the, I saw some people in the Discord talking about, like, oh, I would really like if y'all would do this episode because I haven't been feeling a lot of A-Spec joy recently. Mm-hmm. which I think is quite common. It's mm-hmm. I think it's interesting because I know in past episodes specifically about like coming out or being happy with your identity, I have said like, I know it can be hard to like see other people being like happy with their A-spec identity if you don't feel that way and you might feel mm-hmm. like upset with yourself because of that. But it's interesting because there is this whole other side to it that is also true of like, then there are a lot of people that are publicly quite upset and right and rightfully so, and like really struggling with aspects of their A-spec identity. And that can also yeah. be 
like a, a hard experience. So it's weird because it's like whether people are publicly happy or sad, it can, you know what I mean? It can yeah. have interesting effects on a person. And people who are publicly struggling, like that's super valid. And like there's there's nothing wrong with that. But if you yourself are also struggling, if you're only seeing other people struggling, uh, that can that can make it harder. Right. There was a 2018 study that found that ACEs have um, an especially low life satisfaction, mm-hmm. which I find I think trans people did as well, which is not surprising. But I think yeah. the like I feel like both of those are pretty for pretty similar reasons. Like on one hand, I think aphobes could look at that and be like, "Well, it's because you don't have like sex and or romance in your life, so of course you're miserable." Mm-hmm. I feel like it's mainly like, no, it's just because, you know, the world wasn't built for us. And so it makes it a little bit harder, you know, yeah. which is why I think joy can, like, aspect joy can kind of be hard to find sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same for trans people because you know what? It is November 11th and we have already broken last year's record of how many trans people have been killed this year. Well, in the United yes. States. In the United States. Um, yes, I'm not I was trying just, to equate oh, them. I, oh, I know. I was just thinking about that, and I was like, it, I I heard that stat on my podcast yeah. this morning, and I was like, it's on the mind. Um, yeah, but yeah, th- yeah. I, it it makes sense to me that trans people and aspect people are the lowest on that on that list for 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 different reasons, but for yeah, it, it makes sense. Um, yeah. Anyway, this is about joy. <laughs> yeah, this does not spark joy. No. Trans but, people being killed does not spark joy, and we're no. going to set that aside. We're going to, very important to think about and talk about, but we're going to set time. that aside to talk about it another time. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that is just what the struggle is, is there is a lot of hard parts to being a spec, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like, hate that goes around, a lot of mm-hmm. aphobic stuff that people are always talking about and trying to process. And of course, rightfully so, like it is Mm -hmm. easier to process those things in a community and with other people and publicly. Um, Mm -hmm. But sometimes it does make it feel kind of like sad to be e-spec if, you know, all we're kind of focusing on is the negative. So yeah. And, and for us, for us, we make a concerted effort to keep that negativity fucking out of here like we 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 have our platform and we don't want to spread negative shit and that's a that's a very intentional choice on our part it can be hard for us because we because of the podcast we think about our aspec identity so much which can be a bit tiring Mm-hmm. And especially when you then, especially on social media, because that's where like most of the ASPEC community is, mm-hmm. you're then faced with a phobia. It can be very stressful as it is for anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, like there like have been some recent things where there's been some really bad aphobia and you might have noticed that we like weren't really retweeting things or making as many statements as other people. I think for one reason is like, a lot of people were saying really great things about it and we had nothing new to add. Yeah. There was nothing much for us to add. And also we don't want to give that a platform. Yeah. Not that it is 
wrong to be talking about it, obviously. But for us, we're just trying to keep things a little bit more light, which I think is obvious from the way we run the show that it's pretty silly most of the times. Yeah. A lot of A-specs, if you exist online, uh, unfortunately, are going to see shit like that anyway. So, like, I don't want to make it so that our followers have to see it more, (laughs) you know? Like, for for me, like, I just, I don't want to feed the trolls. I don't want to signal boost the garbage. Uh, And so we try very hard to to not do that on on this platform. Um, And I hope you guys appreciate that. Because I mean, if you if you want to, you know, fight with trolls or you want to, you know, fight back, like there's no problem with that. But like there are other places on online that you can do that. And we we hope to be a respite from that for those of you who need a break sometimes. Yeah, like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. And a lot of our internet friends do a lot of great work in educating and Mm -hmm. being very patient with people who are very nasty and Mm -hmm. spreading a lot of good things. Um, Being too patient with people. Yeah, and for us, we just don't have the patience, but we fully support the patience that our friends have. So yeah, but yeah, but I think I think that's 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 a that's a good baseline of context to be giving this in. Um, like, obviously there are shitty things about being A-spec and about the A-spec experience, but, like, we just don't want to boost those things. And so instead we'll be boosting the positive things, and that is what this episode is. Starting now. Kayla. Mm -hmm. I'm a little reticent to ask this question because I know you're going to ask it back and I don't have an answer, but what is the number one thing that you are most thankful about being a spec like what's your number one a spec joy Mm. um i actually thought of an answer while you were thinking of an answer okay i have one okay you i think this is an experience i've had more often first of all there's a cat so please hold because recently people have been like i started searching my house because i heard the cat in the podcast i thought it was mine and i feel bad we've we've started just kind of ignoring the cat noises uh and apparently it's backfired you've got to leave (laughs) this is an experience i've had more recently a couple times specifically because of the bbc article i've had a few people reach out to me and say like oh my friend like saw that i shared this article or no. Okay. Well, it's happened in a couple. Okay. Anyway, it happened because of the BBC article. Someone was like, oh, my friend saw this article and was like, hey, can you send it to me? I think I might be a spec. Um, another one of my friends was talking to an acquaintance of hers. And because she's friends with me and like, I talked to her about a spec stuff because she's like interested in my life and we're friends and such. Mm-hmm. Um, she was able to say to her friend, like, hey, I think you like this sounds like an aspec experience like from what i know of my friend you should look into that mm-hmm. so recently i found it very joyful to like be able to help baby or potentially baby aspecs spread the good word of the aspec yeah. lord but not and obviously education is good too but like specifically spreading the word to people who might be aspec like obviously yeah. we do that a lot with strangers yeah. But it hasn't happened very often with people I like know IRL. Right. It's di- it feel it feels different. It feels more concrete. It, yeah, it's it's more tangible. Obviously it's always meaningful, but it feels more real when it's like someone I can see. 
you know? So that has been joyful. Yeah. I think my number one aspect joy is just like the freedom from expectations that it has given me. And mm-hmm. again, you don't have to be a spec to 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 shed those expectations. And for but more on that, buy our book. Buy our book. Several in years. Twenty twenty three. But I I think being a spec forces you to look through that a spec lens. And it it forces you to shed those expectations if you want to accept who you are as a person. Um, And since that is something that interested me, uh, I, you know, I kind of had to shed those expectations. And I think that the the freedom to just be like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, and I know that's not, we've discussed this before, that's not as easy for everyone else as it has been for me. Not to say that it's been totally easy, but, you know, but it's it's so fucking nice to know that I have I don't have to do what society says that I need to do. And there's this whole community of people who are here to back me up and support me in that and help me figure out the way forward on my little arrow ace life path. Yeah, and it's like I don't know that this is like as relevant well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'll back up. Um, it's also nice to see like how that can play into like other areas of your life. Like we've talked about with like gender, so many aspect people are non-binary or non-gender conforming. And some of that starts with realizing your aspect and then being like, okay, well, if that's not a thing, then like, yeah. let's move to gender let me try to find it. I recently saw someone, one of our listeners tweet about the ep- the Ace Week episode we did with Basil. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about kind of the sheer number of autistic aces there are. Mm-hmm. And we're drawing some. Like the, the one in six. The one in six. Yeah. They were saying figure. maybe autistic people aren't more likely to be ace than others, but to interrogate social assumptions and realize they're ace, which mm-hmm. I think goes along with it as I think. From my understanding, a trait for a lot of autistic people is that, like, that understanding of, like, social cues, I guess, or just, like, social structures. Where where you fit into the social structure and what right. your role is. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same for non-autistic people as it is for autistic people. And yeah. so if you're already interrogating and trying to, like, navigate those social assumptions... As an autistic person, it could make it, it makes sense to me that it would make it more natural to -hmm. then realize your ace if you're already trying to figure that stuff out. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense to me. And it's... But also I'm not autistic. So if I'm saying things wrong, please yell at me. Yeah. I believe the person who tweeted that is autistic though. So... Yeah. We are... We are... Cassie. Cassandra at Cassandra 7E. Go... I read... The tweet is retweeted on her. Twitter. yeah can you believe that a tweet is retweeted on our on our Twitter? unbelievable in this economy <laughs> so yeah you can go see it to get actual words from people who know what they're talking about i think something that i just thought of that kind of brings our two ace joys together mm-hmm. is being able to spread that fuck it mindset to aloes like the aloes that's around very you true that's something I really have enjoyed with like my new friends that I've made here in Louisiana mm-hmm. is it's been really cool because when I meet new people, I am 
for probably obvious reasons. Like Dean will always be like, oh my God, Kill has a podcast because he's very proud and very sweet. Yeah. And I go through a whole metamorphosis of usually I'll start by being like, oh yeah, like it's a sexuality podcast. So I'm not trying to like out myself to people and get into a mm-hmm. whole thing usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has been very joyful to then open up to people when I become actual friends with them and then have like life conversations with them about like their philosophy on relationships and like how they view the world. And Mm -hmm. it's been really cool to see people like come to understand not only like what asexuality and aromanticism and the spectrums are, but then kind of understand like the freedom that comes with it, like the fuck it mindset, like you said, Mm -hmm. it's very cool to then see my friends like also kind of, at least try to inhabit that in their own lives, no matter what their sexuality yeah. is. My some of my coworkers at work are unfortunately straight, which is a damn <gasps> shame. Um, <sighs> but then there's so me, embarrassing. and then my other coworker who is trans and poly, and so really the whole spectrum. Yeah, really. Um, and then some straight people. Uh, and and it's been super interesting to just kind of like have conversations with them because I mean like, okay, yeah, it's Hollywood. They're very open-minded. They're young people, like whatever, (laughs) but, but they don't, they don't know things necessarily. And like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's difficult and annoying to have the asexuality 101 conversations with strangers all the time, but it, it feels different and it feels more rewarding when it's with someone that you know, because one of my one of my new coworkers, she was like, "Can I ask you these things? Is this allowed?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, that's fine." And she was just like talking about stuff, and she was like, "Yeah, like I have a friend who's demi, and like I don't totally know what all of it means. Like I'm like, oh my, god, I only know a little too. bit." And I was and I was like, "Oh my god, you have a friend that's demi? Like that's so exciting." <laughs> um, and. It was it was just very cool to like encounter this person who like had a very basic understanding of the of like what asexual means um but didn't have a ton of details and so was asking me like about my personal experience but at the same time she also knew someone who was openly demi and like that's cool that's exciting like that I know that's so rare that's, but I think that's, that's moving that's, forward <laughs> yes but for me, like, obviously the one-on-one conversations get boring. Yeah. And, and this tedious. wasn't really a one-on-one conversation. Right. It was more of like well, a what's your experience. Right. But that's what I think is like, that's what I get the most joy from, which isn't surprising since this is a podcast based on like going beyond the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But what I find most rewarding is like, I've given my friends as much one-on-one as they need. They understand it. And then we start having those conversations about like what my experience is like, and they start relating it to their own experience. And then we can get into deeper conversations where it's just like a normal conversation about, you know, those parts of life. And I just mm-hmm. happen to be bringing a different perspective. Yeah. Um, like that is what I find most rewarding of like, okay, it's not someone like interrogating me or having to get educated by me, but it's just yeah. a conversation about that stuff where I am openly Demi and can bring that perspective. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Also, I feel like it's been cool and interesting seeing especially people who I have known for a number of years who were presumed straight when I first met them 
even if they're not a spec, obviously they go through a whole journey to, you know, the whole, the whole coming out and questioning journey is a whole thing for them. And I don't want to give myself any credit for that, but I, it's, 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 it's been nice to like be able to be like, okay, I know I've created a safe space where you feel comfortable talking about these things Mm -hmm. and you feel comfortable questioning these things and you feel comfortable questioning like the aloe status quo for yourself even if what you decide is yes i am like my sexual and romantic orientations are the same like even even if that's what the conclusion they come to like they have thought about it and that's it's just nice nice that when people are questioning their sexualities and their romantic orientations that they're at least at least putting a spec identities on the board of possibilities Mm -hmm. you know they're at yeah. least looking at them like, maybe. Because before, they might not have even been aware it was an option. Yeah. So it's just nice they're giving it a look, you know? It's just nice. I think another ace joy is this community. Which is funny for me to say as the half of the podcast who is less involved in the community. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm busy. Uh, but... It's it's nice to know that I can come back to it at any time. And and some people are super involved in the community and like have met, you know, their queer platonic partner, you know, through Twitter or whatever, um, which is amazing and awesome. And some people are more like me and just kind of in and out, transient, just kind of like vibing. <laughs> but I think it's it's very nice to have this little space where A-Specs can be A-Spec and A-Specs can talk to each other about being A-Spec, but also about whatever the fuck they want. Um, And I know that the fact that the A-Spec community is so profoundly online um, has definitely caused some problems for the growth of the community and for being acknowledged by others as, as a valid thing. But I think it's also really special in that like we are so connected to each other and we have each other an experience we've had every time we like have a guest on or do panels or whatever is we always leave those events being like oh my god we just met i have like, a new best the friend nicest <laughs> coolest people and like these are a lot of these people are people we've like stayed at least loosely connected to online like mm-hmm. following each other's work sometimes messaging stuff like that mm-hmm. but like, it's been without fail every single time we're like, wow, this person is incredible. And it's because I feel like we're able to just connect so quickly of being like, okay, we're both a spec. We both know what's going on. Like, we have this huge thing in common. And it just makes it like there's just like that some sort of like unspoken bond there. Yeah. The community definitely has a long way to grow and huh. to go in huh. terms huh. of like aces of color, disabled aces, neurodivergent aces, all all of those things. Disabled neurodivergent aces of color. <laughs> yes. But um like overall it does feel at least to me in my privileged sense like a very welcoming place. Mm-hmm. And it also like what strikes me is like how welcoming the aspect community is to like new people who are questioning even when they, like you said, then decide, like, they are not A-spec. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like people are so willing to... Like, this is a safe space for you. Yeah. 
to yeah. teach people what they need to know, to answer questions, to just let them kind of like sit and observe. Um, mm-hmm. Like I've, I've seen some people on like, in like TikTok comments and stuff before saying like, yeah, I questioned that I was ace for a while and I wasn't, but blah, blah, blah. But like the ace community is like the nicest online mm-hmm. community I've ever run into. And I'm always mm-hmm. like, oh, that's like such a yeah, compliment. Yeah, we are. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Except for when we're not sometimes. Except but listen, for... every online community gets a bit dicey sometimes. It's okay. This is a relax-adjacent cast, and we will not be discussing that on this thankful cast. Thank you for your time. Um, (laughs) Uh, Another thing I find joyful is how many words we have and how, like, introspective it seems like so much of the community is. We could Um, build, like... We could build the pyramids at Giza with mm-hmm. the words we have. Stack. Yeah. It is interesting because as we've been writing our book, I keep coming across words that are like very normal to us that I'm like, oh, we have to like put this into our little like chapter zero like dictionary at the beginning. And we're not even using like many like micro labels or things mm-hmm. like that. Like they're being pretty broad. Yeah, because, like, I mean, Sarah and I do not know even close to all of the micro-labels because for us personally, we just, like, don't use that many because it doesn't serve us personally, I guess. Yeah. Um, But it's just, like, it, it feels like so many people – I see, like, Twitter threads and Instagram posts all the time that are just so, like, intelligently written and so introspective about the A-Spec experience – but it's just like, wow, we are just a really out here being a bunch of like smart ass people thinking so deeply about like the nuances of attraction. Like, wow. The ASPEC community values thinking. And that seems like such a simple thing. But then you think about the things that I won't mention on this relax adjacent cast. You know, there are groups online that don't value thinking. <laughs> and I'm just so grateful that we're part of a community that that wants you to use your little brain, but also have a good time. And you can do both at the same time. Or, you know, you can Pomodoro them. Um, you know, whatever you need. I wonder if part of it is... I've seen people say, like, ASPEC people specifically ones that are like i feel like sex indifferent Mm -hmm. say that like their interest in sex lies more in like an anthropological sense of just Mm -hmm. like this is very interesting to me as someone who like doesn't really experience this attraction to just like see how it feels all about people (laughs) yeah which i feel like maybe that's part of the reason why aspect people are that way is because we either don't experience that attraction or experience it in very specific ways that is not the same as aloe people. And so we're kind of like watching from the outside of society of what society is like going about their like quote unquote normal business. Cause this is like society's whole thing. And we're just sitting on the outs. We're like, everyone's in the middle of the gym at like the school dance and we're like sitting on the bleachers but, like, not in a way we've been exiled because this is a relaxed cast. Like, yeah. in a way that we want to be sitting on the bleachers watching. We're just taking a break. 
Yeah. And it's like, we're kind of just like watching like the social structure of a school dance. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're watching people have fun and we're watching this social structure unfold. I I think it's it, it all comes back to the A-spec, and I say this in so many quotes, objectivity. I know we're not objective because we're people and people aren't objective and they can't be objective. But but because we are separated from attraction in a way that aloes aren't or most aloes aren't. Um, and I obviously it's it's slightly different for every base back. But um, like because we're 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 separated from that, you know, we we can view it more as an anthropological mm-hmm. <laughs> we can take more of an anthropological approach than someone who's you know in the throes of passion about their well, attraction i feel like everyone always goes to the friend who is like never dated for relationship advice mm-hmm. and i stand firmly in the fact that like single people give the best relationship advice because they are not they're not thinking about attached. their own relationship. Yeah, like they're not thinking about their own relationship. They're not thinking about the emotions behind it. They're saying very like intellectually, like here are the facts of what is going on without like Here's attaching that emotion it. to it. Yeah. Which I understand Aphiops could listen to it and be like, so you are robots. And you know what? Maybe we are. Beep bop boop. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Beep bop boop. I think another thing I find joyful, and I think like specifically about the community aspect, is how like jazzed we get about like a spec projects, I guess. And part of it, I think, is because there are so few and representation is so hard to find. But I feel like like setting with like that aside. <laughs> setting that aside for today in this relaxed adjacent cast, like with like Dear Luke Love Me, with like our book and L and Ace Dad's book with like our scholarship. I feel like anytime we're able to do something, like when we were pitching our book and when we were trying to get this scholarship up, the things that we were able to say is like, listen, I know we might be small, but like the Ace community is very mighty. mighty. And when something exciting happens, everyone gets very hype. Yeah. It's a very engaged community. Yes. Which I just think is nice. We're all just so excited for each other. Yeah, it's very nice. And I think it also goes to prove that, like, you know, maybe earlier we proved that A-Specs are robots, but also we can prove that we're not robots because we care so fucking passionately about so much shit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what we care about so passionately is, you know, the fact that we don't experience the world in the same way that everyone else does. And, like... That's a cool fucking thing to care about because it means you're helping to improve the lives of others who might think they're broken or some shit that's mm-hmm. not true that I won't delve into in this <laughs> relaxed adjacent cast. Okay. I think we could go on forever about Ace Joy. It would feel maybe a little repetitive, but maybe it's because all of the Ace Joy, Ace Spec Joy that we feel is so all-encompassing of fucking everything. Mm-hmm. That maybe that's why, because I'm like, can I think of new things? Maybe it's that's like, well, they're the all true related. Meaning of Christmas. 
Maybe that's the true meaning of Christmas, is that we have so much A-spec joy, so much profound A-spec joy. Maybe the real treasure was the A-spec joy we found along the way. It's like one of my favorite memes. Like it's been like going for what, like twenty years? It's such an evergreen time. meme. <laughs> evergreen. Evergreen. Ever that's so get true. I, no, no, I got it. You didn't have to Just say joking. get it. Uh but do you have any major ace joys that you want to add before we go? I can't think of any. Cause they're all so fucking all encompassing. Alright. Mm-hmm. Um, Kayla. Our poll for this week, okay. I think we should ask our listeners about their A-spec joys. Okay. Just tell us what what are what is what is what are your what are your favorite things about being A-spec? What are you most thankful for about being A-spec? And f- to our two listeners who aren't A-spec, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is your favorite thing about the A-specs? <laughs> okay. I'd actually really be interested to any of our any of our two listeners who aren't ace back to know what you think the what are you doing here i feel like i did my, see someone my mom yeah true. and <laughs> i recently saw someone i think in the discord saying that they don't seem to be ace back they seem to just be like a queer person who's like excited mm-hmm. to learn about new queer things and i was like oh wow that's honestly so cool. impressive yeah i'm i'm actually like I'm, I obviously want to hear about all the A-spec joys of all of our A-spec listeners because um, I want to have more things to add to my all-encompassing list, but I, or at least more things to articulate in my all-encompassing mm-hmm. list because it's all-encompassing. I already, I mean, I already got it. It's just yeah. about the articulation, yes. guys. Um, but I would be really curious to see what non-A-specs who are fairly uh, familiar with with the community and with the spectrum. Um, I would want to know what they see as the most valuable part of. So what of we really want is external validation. I would like to be validated external by the aloes. Yes. Um, but only in this context. Yes. Uh, other contexts, you do need to ask my permission first. Okay. Before validating. Wow. Okay. Ugh, I just remembered how the other day I went to see a movie at the Grove and I validated my parking, but I don't think it worked right and I had to pay like $15. Ew. Because then, fucking two weeks later, we went again and I validated my parking and I made sure it was right that time. And that time it was only $5. Hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're, we've reached the end. Um, <laughs> Kayla, Kayla, what's your beef and your juice this week? Can I tell you my beef? My beef is my ear. Okay. Is it because um, you still have a scab in it? Because you keep picking it? Mm. So. Mm. <laughs> mm, interesting. Well, it's in a different spot now because mm-hmm. I just kept. So it's a different scab. But it's not. But. And you but can tell me. It's okay. in a different spot. No, it's in a different spot. Same ear, different spot. Okay. <laughs> Um, but now, like, honestly, I'm, like, almost kind of concerned that, like, I have some sort of weird ear infection because it's possible because I keep fucking touching I'm it so all the fucking you. time. It's been over a month. It's a different part of my ear. But. The, o- the, the other part, 
The other one was like the shell, the external shell part of my ear. This is just fully right up in that ear. Either way. Um, don't touch it, Sarah. Don't touch oh, fuck. <laughs> Headphone back on. Can't touch it now. You should just like start um, wrapping your ear up. I can't. Uh, I was gonna elaborate more on my ear, but you don't. It, you don't. You guys don't want that information. Um, my juice is. Oh my god! Today, mm-hmm. they released the BT Twenty One Line Friends like Christmas stuff, mm-hmm. and there's a fucking Santa Claus Shuki that I fucking bought immediately. Uh, I spent way too much money on shipping. I spent like half as much money on shipping as it actually cost. Um, I don't even care. It's fucking Shuki with a Santa hat and a little Santa beard. And it's just Shuki with their little tooth and their little Santa beard. And I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm going to get my own Christmas tree for the first time this year. Wow. Uh, it won't be a full size, but it I think it'll be a medium size. Like, not like a tabletop, but That's not a full very size. very exciting. Um, yes, Kayla, what's your beef and your juice? Okay. Um, I would say my beef is that the weather is finally nice here, but it's still humid somehow. Bro. Um, it had been so nice here for so I many know. weeks, and it was fucking 80-somethings today, and I wanted to fucking die! My other beef is I've had a dry cough for, like, two weeks. A drop, if you will. Yes. And, like, there's nothing to cough. There's nothing there. It's just so itchy, my throat. Me, me this entire episode, I keep clearing my throat, but, like, there's nothing there. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of my coughs to be editing out this episode. I've been doing a lot of coughing ah. while you're talking. <sighs> um, Not the mid-talk cough. Yeah, classic. The, the mid-talk drop. <laughs> okay. My juice. My juice. I've been watching the last season of um, BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural, and it's just mm-hmm. very good. I love my ghoul boys. I am Ryan oh and Sarah Shane. This is confirmed. confirmed. Um, it's just very quality entertainment. Hey, it's me, yeah boy. Yeah boy. Um... I just thought of another beef that I I know you share. Um, Mm -hmm. So there was this whole hullabaloo about there being a sex scene in the Eternals. Mm, It's not good. It's not good. The sex scene. First of all, the sex scene. It's not even really. Not even really a sex scene. I mean, it's fine. It was not necessary to the plot. It wasn't. It wasn't necessary to the plot. And like. They made such a big deal out of it just because it was the first Marvel also, sex scene. Why were we making a big deal out of that when there was a gay kiss? I just realized. Why weren't we talking about that? There was a bunch of sex scenes in Deadpool, but I guess that's not MCU. Mm, no, it is not. Yeah, there why was a fucking gay we? kiss. There were what? gays. I literally. With a child. I'll tell you. The gays I've, had a child. I had been crying earlier in the day because I had therapy. So I was like, you know, when you cry for the rest of the day, you're a little prone to crying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had already been prone to crying. But when the gay kiss happened, I did cry <laughs> because I was just Amazing. so pleased. Astounding. No, but my my beef with the with the sex scene is like, 
okay, whatever. Like, it wasn't necessary, but, like, I mean, yeah, let's do that shit all the time. Um, And by that shit, I mean putting unnecessary sex scenes in, not having sex. Although mm-hmm. I guess they also do that shit all the time. Um, the thing that bothered me was that it was they were they were fucking in the sand. They were. <laughs> they were. And they, they didn't have the to be. They could have gone somewhere. They could have gone some. It was totally like the fact that it was both not really necessary the plot and in the sand was like my tipping point. I like, will also I say. I don't want to do too many spoilers, but there is another, like, romance part of the movie that I found incredibly mm-hmm. unnecessary and very disappointing. Anyway, me and Kayla just talked about a lot of spoilers about The Eternals for a good minute. Uh, can't so, have it. Uh, can't have that. Um, anyway, we're, we're done now. Uh, you can tell us about your beef, your juice, your thoughts on the sand in The Eternals. I don't like sand. It's coarse. It's coarse. everywhere. <laughs> Notably, they did not have sex in the sand. So true. Annie would never. No. Um, um, you can tell us about that shit on our social media at Sounds Fake Pod. We also have Patreon, patreon.com slash Sounds Fake Pod. We finally went through and found all of the patrons who deleted. So you're welcome to those who we've been <laughs> advertising not. since no August. More free, no more free no shots. No more free no more free shout outs um our five dollar patrons who we are promoting this week are jennifer smart asritha vinakota perry fear jennifer smart dude really jennifer smart is the fucking holding it down since literally day one since literally 2017 um how much money what an og how much i don't know how much money has jennifer smart given us and why i don't know and why um our $10 patrons who are promoting something this week are Kadir, who would like to promote cats named Yoki Feta Fettuccini, not interrupting the podcast. Potato, who would like to inter- introduce. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pota- Potato, who would like to introduce Potato. Uh, <laughs> and Changeling MX, who would like to introduce StarshipChangeling.net. Wow, this is a new and unwelcome <laughs> energy. Um, our. Our other uh, patrons are David J, this W Tech, Rosie Costello, Hector Mario, David Nurse, and Sharonda J. Brown. And also there's more. I don't know why I stopped. Arkness, Benjamin Abara, <laughs> Anonymous, Maya Genie, Cass, Doug Rice, H. Well, these favorite backpackers, Steve, Ari, K, Maddie, and Derek, and Carissa. Our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, Nathaniel G. White, Designs.com. My mom, Julie. My mom. Yeah, that's what I say. My mom, what? Julie, who would like to promote What's mom happening? <laughs> I'm falling apart. <laughs> you know, I, st- I stopped the content of this podcast at 45 minutes. <laughs> and we are. And here we are. We're at 55. <laughs> 10 minutes later. Um, Still going. Sarah, Somehow. Sarah Jones, who's had eternal lolly everywhere. Martin Giselle, who would like to promote his podcast. Everyone special and known is Layla, who'd pr- like to promote Love is Love, also applying to Arrow people. And also, Arrow Joy. Shrubbery, who would like to promote the planet Earth. Maggie Papa, who would like to promote the dogs Leia, Minnie, and Loki. Andrew Hillam, who would like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast. Click for Caroline, who would like to promote the documentary she's working on that I keep meaning to put the name in the doc and I just don't do it. And Dragonfly, who would like to promote me figuring out the name of Caroline's documentary. Well, I can find it. Uh, our $20 patrons are Sarah T, who would like to promote Long Walks Outside. And I would like to note 
Hum Hum of Spades is still a patron, uh, just no longer the same tier. Uh, I will miss saying Hum Hum of Spades. It's called Every Week. Ace of Hearts is the documentary. Anyway, this is just an FYI to the class that um, Hum Hum of Spades is not lost to the ether. They are still supporting us, um, but I, you know, I knew people would miss my my just butchering of Hum Hum of Spades every week. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your grateful, grateful little ears. Oh, and until then, take good care of your cows. <laughs>